No betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Back on the program. Welcome back to Two Men On. I'm Fred Slow. Jake Cassio's here. Jake. What? What? Bob Walpo's here. Van's not here. Big surprise for the millionth Monday in a row. A. Marie Castillo's not here. Bob, how do we get A. Marie's schedule? Like, what do we got to do? Well, she was scheduled, but something personal yeah, well, came oh, up. Okay. Something surprise. in the family. President's Day. Yeah. No, it, it. she didn't text me until uh, yesterday. About mm. it. Asking be, if I could cover for her. She'll be back. She'll be here tomorrow. Abraham Lincoln was the very first president to be featured on the United States coin. The penny was redesigned in 1909 to celebrate the 100th birthday of the man who steered America through the Civil War and gave us the Emancipation Proclamation. There you go, boys. What was on the coins before? They would say, like, what, like one cent. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of like that more. You don't like presidents on currency? Well, most of them are presidents, except for my boy, Franklin. Ben, yeah, Benny. Yeah. That's a dude. That's a, he was a crazy yeah. guy. Sacagawea is on the dollar. The dollar coin, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like the, the quarters where they put, like... Like the the National State Park one with the with the oh, bats on. Yeah, there. those are sweet. Yeah, those are cool. The first president ever born in a hospital was who? James Madison. No, it's way early. They didn't have hospitals. Before. No, it didn't really work like that. <laughs> Jimmy Carter, Bob, born in 1924. Carter's mother Lillian was a nurse. He was born right where she worked at the Wise Sanitarium in Plains, Georgia. The Peanut Man. There yep. you go. Was That's the first him. one mm-hmm. who has been in hospice now for a year. He's ninety nine years old and the long oldest living ex president. Isn't that crazy? Oh, he's he's like he's out there still like building houses for. No. well, he was. He was. He's in hospice care now. Oh, and well, has he was for though. A year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the game now for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them don't live very long. That that's, job, a, that's a lot of stress. Yeah, that job takes a lot out of you. Look at somebody going in, they have a full head of dark hair, and they come out four years later, and it's all gray and silvered. Yeah, Obama came into office looking 25. Came out looking 67. I might not have this right, but I think Zachary Taylor died like five minutes after he like stopped being president. That might not be correct, but it was like within the year. He was heartbroken. He was not heartbroken. Yeah, I think why I think why Jimmy Carter is has lived so long is because he only did four years. Maybe hard, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And the love of a good woman. Yeah, that's which not a lot of presidents. Not a lot have of had. Them had that. No, except for Obama, he's got Michelle. Oh, she's the best. First president to have a child born while he was living in the White House was President Grover Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. A lot of firsts for him. There you go. 
Cleveland's daughter Esther was born on September 9th, 1893. You want one more? I do. The presidential home of Washington, D.C. is known as the White House. Do you know which president gave the building its name? No. Yeah. Haven't heard that one. Happened in 1901. Teddy Roosevelt. Hey. There you go, Teddy. Teddy. Who, uh, I said this off air to Fred, he uh, lost vision in one of his eyes because he was boxing at the White House. Yeah. I just want to know who he was boxing. Like, was it a staffer? Got to keep your gloves up. Yeah. Yeah. You would think he would know how to fight. He got shot. Just took it. Yeah, he's like the toughest president ever. You know, there's not exactly a path to becoming president. It just happens. Just, I mean, for no, I mean, well, you got to put some effort in there. Yeah. But Fifteen vice presidents have gone on to become president of the United States. So there you go. Got some fun facts. Probably the most famous was Truman. The most famous. So that's an interesting one because I think I would be... I think it's Lyndon B. Johnson, right? He's up there. Because Kennedy dies, and then he's president like five minutes later. Yeah. So I think, or Gerald Ford, because he took over for Nixon. That was a that was no. a crap <laughs> run for this country. <laughs> and and Ford, ind- Ford was elevated to vice president because Spiro Agnew yeah. resigned because of bribery charges. It's probably Nixon. Gerald Ford. And yeah, <laughs> my favorite vice president to president is Calvin Coolidge. Why is that? Was, was such a sick name. Um, <laughs> one of the greatest quotes of all time: "Persistence." Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, and that's an interesting one too, because like, and obviously, thank you for President's talk on President's Day. Do you remember the biggest story in the world? Like the biggest story in the world in eighty nine, ninety, eighty nine, or ninety. Was Dan Quayle like misspelling potato? But he didn't. But he didn't. But that's Thank you, how, news guys. That's how much political coverage has changed over the years. You ever go back and watch like old clips of like Dan Rather or Ted Brokaw like interviewing a president and it's like two people sitting down having a conversation? And if you turn on anything today, anything today, just two Two heads screaming at each other. And you're like, what is going on here? It's the real housewives of the White House. Ugh. Different day. Could you? I, who would be the most fun president to have a Twitter account? Well, not to bring him up, but to bring him up, Trump did yeah, a good it's job. Trump, yeah, Trump, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but like, you know. Twitter other, is so new. Yeah. But could you imagine, though, if we had it, like, back in, like, you know, from the get-go, like well, every president had one? I think John Quincy Adams, like, shot off at the mouth a lot. I think that was part of his thing. Where he was ready to fight everyone. He was the... Is that his... No, not John Quincy Adams. John Adams. Yeah, John the Adams. the second one. Yeah, the second yeah, one. Yeah. Well, he was always out of pocket. He was kind of like a black sheep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I only know that from the HBO the docuseries. With Paul Giamatti? Yeah. That thing slaps. Uh-huh. That was, that was the best part of American history is when they put that on in class. That's when your teacher was hungover. You know how I know? Because they used to teach that class. <laughs> You'd be a, I would have fun in your class. Oh, I was the worst. All right, kids, we're going to leave the lights off and do Sudoku today. Brad, this, or Mr. Slow, this is English lit. I know, Sudoku.
do it. <laughs> do you could have at least made him do crossword puzzles. We had those books, teachers' resources or whatever. I'd open them up and be like, which one of you kids wants to go make copies? It's like, <laughs> not feeling it. You were coming in right when the bell oh, was ringing. Man, huh? I was, I struggled. What uh, What grade did you teach? Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Oh, that's a fun yeah. age range. I sucked at it. The only president to serve two non-consecutive terms. Anyone? Oh, gosh, I know that. Garfield? Grover Cleveland. The Grover strikes again. If if in the next year you hear Donald Trump saying this has never happened, it has happened. He would 100% do that. Yeah. No one's ever done it. Yeah, this is unprecedented. Unprecedented. So there you go. I'm a big fan of this country. Me too. You know I am, Fred. Yeah. I don't like war. I feel like people always, for some reason, associate... Loving war with loving your country? I hate war. Well, because in history classes, that's like the easy thing to put on test. It's sexy. War is sexy. You know, the movies and everything, and it's the glory, all of that. I'm hanging out with an eight-year-old the other day, and she asked me, can you tell me about World War II? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's kind of a lot to it, but I'll, let me give you like an eight-year-old's version. Here you go. Wild. Did she, did you tell her like you know like the nitty gritty? No, absolutely like, not. You're just like America versus. No, I started off with like I was actually like, well, I gotta go back to World War One, Treaty of Versailles. Okay, <laughs> like, there you I'm go. like trying to like here's how you get to it. I we, I haven't been in school in a while. Bob, when's the last time you were in school? Mm, too many decades. Okay, ago. so you're the most recent, yep. Jake. Was this time of year in the classroom centered around, like, presidential education, or was this just a Monday off? This is a Monday off. Yeah, right? It yeah. always has been. Yeah, I kind of feel that way, too. The only time presidents really mattered was during an election year, and that's when we would talk about Oh, it. you know what? I, yeah, I agree with you. Because, like, so my senior year, I was in a government and economics class, right? And that it tracks. Like, it was, like, 120 people in that class. I like how there are two different subjects where they smash it into yeah, one class. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. It was so good. And uh, we had it, it was uh, during the 2016 election year. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, it was like six different groups and they all had to pick one person to be the president, VP, and then you had your staff. Okay. The presidents had to go up and give a speech. Naturally, I'm chose to be president. Uh, naturally. And uh, what I did, I didn't prepare anything. Smart. I just went on Twitter. Sounds like looked, the guy who won in 2016. Uh-huh. And uh, I literally just copied what he said word for word and I won. <laughs> On a landslide. I mean, presidents. Yeah. <laughs> Give them their own day. What if someone were to put out there like, hey, we should get rid of presidents. Say, we need your signature, Mr. Biden. Like, I can't. It's my day. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't get rid of my day. You know why President's Day is a thing? Uh, it started because they were celebrating uh, in 1799 yep. uh, George Washington's birthday. Oh, Yeah. And that's what started President's Day. Is February 19th George Washington's birthday? 22nd is his birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. And but, Lincoln's is like the other day too, right? I don't know. I'll look that up for you. I got you. Shout out to all my Aquarius presidents. February 12th. That's Van's birthday. Oh, him and Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. My most famous, famous person I share a birthday with is uh, Isaiah Thomas, the five foot nine guard. 
The little one or the dad? The little one. Dang, that sucks. Hey, he was an all-star. Yeah, it's not the dad, though. Is it the dad or the junior? The No, they're not related. Oh, okay. No, I know. Yeah, Isaiah, the Isaiah Thomas you know <laughs> was Michael Jordan's number one enemy. He did not care for that guy at all. No, which was awesome. When are we get back? You had a whole weekend, NBA. No NFL. Nothing to do. Pitchers and catchers were just reporting. This is the business. This is the best. This is the thing. This is the the jam. And I think the NBA is tricked. Dumb rear-end kids like you, Jake Cassio, and your buddies into maxing their knowledge around the thing. This is very much the gatekeeping kind of, I'm the biggest fan, therefore I can't miss a moment. The reason Marvel franchises have kind of failed. Yeah. Yeah. Because for the general public... Because for casual fan, the NBA doesn't have it together well enough for its showcase stuff. Season too long. Too, way too long. Way too long. All-Star Game Weekend was a joke. A joke. The three-point competition, try to spice it up by making a battle the sexes. Was almost compelling. No. You know, Steph Curry went out there and said, I can't lose. Like, yeah, he was not going to yeah, lose. Yeah, he was like, I can't lose. He was not going to lose. The dunk contest was won by a cat that don't even play in the NBA. Yeah, it was, the, I think the All-Star game hasn't been good in the last 10 years. And then I also blame why the dunk contest hasn't been relevant in a while Yeah, on LeBron James. Because he never did it. Could you imagine if LeBron was, did one? Did one. Yeah. It would be so much better. Because now it's like all these scrubs that they bring out there that like you hardly know. Who won it? What's his name? Matt McClure? Mac McClung. Mac McClung. Who's played four NBA games. And you know that off the top of your head because you're one of these min-maxers I'm talking about. Yeah. Because <laughs> basketball's sick. Because you're told it's sick. That's what I'm saying. It's not... It... I don't I don't like the the direction... The I like basketball just how it is as a sport. Sure. I don't like the direction of like the marketing of the NBA. I think it's fine. Like, that's the reason why they got rid of, like, the... the the team colored shoes mandate. Everybody, you can wear whatever color shoes now. Yeah, made it cool for the kids. The new Nike jerseys, the like the ones they make it a new one every single year, suck. There's ten new ones every year for every team. Yeah, there's city ones and color ones and region ones, jerseys. throwback ones. Yeah. yeah, and they're just like not cool. They don't look good. No one's. I've. I don't see anyone ever buying those jerseys. The only cool new one that I've ever seen is when Utah did theirs to black and yellow. And no, it was like neon what? green. That's like, like the ugliest <laughs> one, man. That's the thing, though, right? Where they have found their super niche audience, which is not niche. I mean, there's a lot of young adults. And they've just kind of given up elsewhere. Like, you have to, in my opinion, make it feel special. Make it feel unique. And they were like, well... You know, they used to have the draft thing or whatever, right? Yeah. Like you pick a guy, I pick two guys, you pick two guys, I pick two guys, whatever, you end up with a thing. They're like, we'll go back to East-West, throw back to Heritage Days or whatever. Sucked. Yeah. Super sucked. How long did you say LeBron played? 14 minutes. That's not enough. Yeah. And then, like, Kawhi and Paul George played 10 minutes. Like, all this, they just put all the, the young bloods out there. They considered it a break. Yeah. Yeah, the All-Star game's a break. We get a break. 
oh, we have to have our break in Indianapolis. This sucks. Let's go to Fogo de Chao. Yeah, they, I think also they do it wrong with having the All-Star game on a Sunday. It's a Saturday night thing to you? It should be a Saturday night thing. And then they shouldn't end the uh, the skills challenges and the three-point challenge and dunk contest on the dunk contest. Because if you end with like a, like a mediocre dunk on the night, everybody's like going home and being like, well, that was kind of boring. You could do the All-Star game Sunday afternoon. They could do the whole thing in one day. Yeah. Just make it all one big event. Correct. And then, and then just make uh, like the home run derby in the in the MLB All-Star game. It works. Yeah. Because at least there's some skin in the game. Well, the MLB All-Star game is always on a Tuesday. But that's because you still want to play baseball games on the weekend. And you keep the schedule, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it, it works that way. Regular season games were amazing compared to last night. Oh, yeah. And regular season games suck. Depends. It, I I think I think what the NBA though does have for itself is like when it comes to like the blue bloods of basketball, like the rich history between like you know the Knicks and Celtics or Celtics Lakers, like those rivalries that kind of bring some juice for like regular season or like player matchups is always fun. Like when Giannis goes down and plays Jokic, like that I'll tune into something like that. Like I'll watch every Knicks game or as many as I can because that's like my team, but I won't go and put on a random. You know, like Atlanta Hawks versus Charlotte Hornets game. I'll do that with football. I can't figure out the motivation part. Because I can't figure out why the best players in the world should care about playing against the best players in the world without like a... Maybe it's about motivation. Maybe I'm answering my own question as I'm saying it. But what is the thing that what, that encourages these guys to try? Because well, so, we're talking C minus defense. We're talking D level defense last night. Because like uh, like the in season tournament, the incentive to win that was like five hundred extra thousand yeah. dollars for every player. Those guys make so much money. Five hundred thousand dollars is a night out for them. It's crazy that the thing we made fun, so much fun of the in season tournament is greater than the All Star game. Yeah, yeah, and and also like I like how they added the play in. Uh, tournament at the end of the season for the playoffs that thing's sweet yeah that's awesome because you actually start to care about the lower seeds but it's not going in a great direction for the all-star game and i could totally see the all-star game kind of becoming a thing of the past because like i feel like the relevance of like being an all-star nowadays is not as important as it used to be say that part again the relevance of being an all-star in today's NBA is not yeah. as it's not as impactful as it used to be. Like when it was like back in the 90s or the early 2000s, it was like, okay, these guys are all-stars. These guys well, are them. Yeah, that was interesting too because the way they were voted in, right? So it's not like a peer vote. You know, it's like a... It's a media coach's yeah, a fan. Writers thing yeah. too, you know. And they get in there, they do their thing. And, you know, we, we were just talking about regular seasons too long. It's been the same length forever. You know, it's not like... How many seasons of the NBA are we now? 76? Because they just did that yeah. 75 team? 76 or 77, yeah. yeah. So what, for 70 years it was perfectly fine? For 70 years, none of it mattered? And now these last six, seven years, we're like, like there's got to be something else going on. I think it's because uh, back then, like, players weren't sitting out of games. And, you know, they made that mandate on all awards. You have to play a minimum of 65 games. Yeah. Now. 
so like that adds a little juice but then like you know down the road you know it's going to be like okay some like the true mvp got hurt at like you know midway through the season for 12 games and now he's out of the mvp candidate race and then you're going to be giving it to some random guy because like not everybody plays all 82 games Well, and the conversation now is like we'll use like lebron right um most points most assists most whatever he's most everything right he might not be most assists, but you get the point i'm getting to but then when you talk to guys what's the first thing they say when you're talking about that historical perspective is they talk about playoffs they don't rings like there's no conversation about the regular season anymore the fan base has changed it you know they don't care well and all the all the stars nowadays like lebron he just he knows he doesn't have to give his greatest performances in the regular season anymore. It only matters in the playoffs. So he's going to go out there for probably a third of the games in the season and just kind of give like a a mediocre performance because he's just like, I just got to get through this game and survive. Because even if he's like the sixth seed or the one seed, it doesn't matter for him. Yeah. Well, and the fan base, everything you're saying is correct, you know, because... And the fan base is having that communicated to them by the media that covers it. So, like, whenever uh, super spongy, early 20, I don't have my own opinion. I only regurgitate what I hear from talking head says, well, the guys covering the NBA, they make fun of the NBA. So the NBA must suck for the regular season. It must only be good for the playoffs, whenever, because they do that. And oh, also, yeah. you watch that NBA um, at night stuff. You watch the yeah. after the game stuff. Yeah. It's on at 1 in the morning here. It's 3 a.m. on the East Coast yeah. or whatever. And you're like, yeah, of course they're loopy. Of course they're, there's no showrunner still up. There's no producer on there. Well, the, the, T, the TNT That's crew, what I'm are, talking they're, about. The, they're the only guys keeping basketball like kind of relevant and entertaining with like the show. Yeah, strong possibility. Yeah, like everybody else that's an NBA commentator is kind of like boring. JJ Reddick's kind of found a voice of being like the, like the guy that's like going to openly criticize the white guy. Yeah, the white guy who's going to openly criticize the NBA. Stephen A. has just gone downhill faster than any other guy I've seen. He's a Knicks fan, and the whole Knicks fan base hates him. Well, and maybe basketball rounds down too because it's not available the way it used to. Be. College basketball is at an all-time low for viewership. No one's watching college basketball outside of March Madness. And that's because of money. That's not because of yeah. care about it. And I think it probably has a lot to do with how people consume their content now, right? You don't have cable. No. I don't have cable. Bob, you got cable? Yes, I do. All right, Bob does. I haven't had cable in 10 years. I, I've never had it as an adult. I've never had it really in my whole life, but it's existed. I think I've had it since it came out. 74? Yeah. And it used to be... NBA, right? Here are the games you can watch. You're, they're watchable. They're right here. You just have to sit there. College basketball, same thing. You just have to sit there. We'll put it on for you. It's not like that anymore. People don't have cable anymore. You can't find the game you want to watch easily. You don't watch the game. What do you do? You watch the highlights. Yeah, highlights. And everything's about Twitter nowadays. NBA Twitter is, that's what makes NBA fun for me. Is yeah. NBA Twitter is going on there and reading everybody else's reaction or post or the memes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's entertaining about the NBA. And then, but everyone is like, if you're reading NBA Twitter in October, ah, they're just warming up. You're reading in November, ah, holidays are coming up. You're reading in December, nobody cares about a game in December. You're reading in January, ah, you could still, you could be on the outside looking in, of the, you know, and the play in. 
Now February, uh, it's just guys don't care about the weekend. In March, uh, you know, they're distracted by college basketball. April, okay, let's go. NBA's yeah. here. That's when, it, that's when it turns up. That's when, yeah. Yeah. Miss me with NBA. If NBA would put its brand over, if NBA would tell the world that it's the most important thing in the world the same way that like WWE does, I'd be like, oh, okay, I believe you believe you. But they don't do that. I honestly think it's their their time of year that they start the season because they're competing against football right when football's picking up and it's getting into the thick of things. And so they have to compete against that. I think if basketball really wanted to make a push and be more relevant than like how it was back in the day, do it during baseball season. Which NBA player is going to wear these Trump sneakers? (laughs) The $400 ones? They're honestly pretty cool, man. They are not at all. They look like the... You know what Osiris shoes are? Os- what? Osiris. No. Oh, yeah. Let's spell it. O-S-R-I-S. They're these big, clunky shoes. Oh, I know exactly what yeah, these are. Yeah, that are produced in some Chinese sweatshop. They look exactly like that. I mean, they suck. <laughs> I, I it, think Mac McClung probably would wear them. <laughs> they look like what evil Superman would wear. The evil patriotic Superman would wear. I don't think there's a single conservative person in the NBA. Oh, gosh, there's very few. If there's any. I, the, I can't think of one. Because all the white guys are just like like the white, verge, like black guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're not like real white people. <laughs> J.J. Reddick grew up in Virginia. Did he? <laughs> Did he? No. <laughs> yeah, these suck. How much did you say they were, Bob? Uh, 400, I believe. Like, you know who would wear those if they were still in the league today? Pistol Pete Maravich. <laughs> I don't know if he would. What did he get hit with? $350 million? $350 million he owes to the state of New York? And they banned him from doing business there for three years. <sighs> Trump sneakers are sold out. But are they landing with sneakerheads? No. That's what the Philadelphia Inquirer says. <laughs> It's going to be a bunch of, like, dude, all the guys that buy Nike Monarchs, like the dad shoes and, like, jean shorts, they're going to be repping. There's them. only a 1,000 pairs of these? 400 bucks a pop? That's not going to get you to $350 million, Donnie. No. <laughs> Unless he's hoarding, like, half of them for the resale value. They kind of low-key look like ones. Kind of. Like, <laughs> I feel... It would. It's like if you put a DC skate shoe and a Jordan shoe together, and the and the and the the stripes and the and the the stars on the top with the gold are so funny. Oh my gosh, Bob! They're calling them scammer ones. The scammer ones. <laughs> they're calling them January sixes. This is so. <laughs> okay. Ugh. All right. The T, the little, the boring T logo on there too. The the official title is the Never Surrender Gold High Tops. Okay. Uh, that's something else I won't be buying. Philadelphia is not the city where you put this out. No. No, but that's where the sneaker convention was being held. What is the sneaker con? What is that? A convention about sneakers, apparently. Yeah, so uh, I think Complex runs it. Um, cause complex is big into like this, the sneaker world, even though like the shoe game has gone downhill in the last 10 years too. basketball shoes used to be so cool. Oh my gosh. Everyone is saying that 
they're comparing them to like spray painted sneakers you'd see at like like pride parades and stuff. <laughs> you you would find those at the flea market for like ten bucks. <sighs> okay, so we can get a pair, Bob. There, you can. Yeah, there's thirty. Uh, there's like thirty ish pairs available on eBay right now. <laughs> what are they selling for? I mean, thousands of dollars. I kind of want to get a pair. <laughs> what size are you? Uh, ten. When we get back from the break, I'll tell you if we found the Never Surrender high tops. Whenever we get back, it's two minutes on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. James hit me with the text. He says, what do you mean by real white guy? <laughs> Not white guys in the NBA. It's about the culture. Yeah. yeah. Talking about the culture. Because when I say white guy, my I just think like. Me. Yeah. I think of me. Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> or like California stoner. Also, all joking aside, white guy in the NBA now is foreigner. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a whole different thing. It's not. Jokic, Donka, like... Well, a majority of, like, stars nowadays are international players. That's Bas- true. Basketball that's all- is at an all-time high on an international level. That's all Mike Jordan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Him and that 92 Dream Team just inspired the world. Because, like, the FIBA uh, basketball competition... Yeah. That's, like, like, it matters a little bit more now. I agree. Because, like, sure, the USA is still going to send out guys and who are stars and whatnot, especially for the Olympics. But the level of competition, like, we got smoked. We, like, remember when uh, the last Olympics, how mm-hmm. much, like, trouble? Argentina and France. Team and, USA was yep. in. Yeah. Those teams can go. So we found some of those Trump sneakers on eBay. There are legit offers, like, 6500 bucks, 64 bids. Like... In your shoe size, 10, the cheapest pair right now is $4,500, but there's 34 bids on it. There's 10 oh more days. Oh, my God. Like, this is wild, dude. And not a single sneakerhead is buying these. No. But also, they didn't actually sell to anyone. So, like, like this is all scam stuff. Like, I'm not trying to be that guy. But no one actually got a pre-sale on this. It's... Just Donald Trump's organization selling it's them reselling again. Them. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's that's how scamming works. They're slowly getting to the three hundred fifty mil. Right. <laughs> so much money. That's how much Taylor Swift made the NFL. You see the salary cap went up for every single team more than they thought it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing all right. It's huge. Doing... It's only going to go up. For yeah. I mean, you would think forever. They went down during one year after COVID, and they were like, sorry. Just kidding. We're back. Well, that's that's why, like, all the teams in the bottom of, like, salary cap hell are just, like, struggling. Well, and kind of all the projections were for just south of where the NFL salary cap actually fell. So it's not like it's going to super mess up predictions, projections, whatever. Yeah. I found the Scotty Barnes highlight I was looking for. We were talking about in the first hour. When he goes to spray Damian Lillard with the water bottle. Yeah. Yeah. My guy is too much, dude. I, I think Scotty Barnes might be one of my new favorite players of the NBA. 
Because he, he's just a character, man. He's a weird dude. But they were doing, uh, like, the three-on-three, like, three-point competition or whatever. Um, his last shot was that backwards granny shot. It was so funny. Dude just not, does not no, care. No, didn't care. No. No one cares. What the NBA needs is instead of three days of all-star game in Indianapolis, which, by the way, no one wants to go to Indianapolis. It sucks. February in Indianapolis is cold and gross and awful, and they run events like this here because the way that the arena is set up, you can get to, like, a hotel with a walking path, and it's, like, super accessible, and no one has to mess with you. Why Why is basketball so important in Indiana? It makes no sense to me, other than, like, the movie Hoosiers and, like, Indiana basketball. Well, yeah, you know, what's the best way to say this? Number one, it's passion, right? Number one. So, like, you, if someone falls in love with a thing, you can't change that. But it's from, like, a, a birth culture, you know, where, like, racing and basketball, those are the two things. And also that state, I think, is for a long time considered itself, like, an underdog state. And we're, you know, we're, people fly over us, literally, you know, and it's to have a guy like Reggie Miller for so very long and be able to, keep connection there. And obviously Larry Bird Bird, went to Indiana state and, you know, John Wooden's from there and Oscar Robinson's from there. And we could, I mean, we could run the list on it. Bob Knight, I think is a really important name in the world of basketball. So you got a passion at the college level. We got a passion at the rec level. We got a passion at the professional level and they do the thing they have to do to make the thing work. So it's not like you're going to Seattle supersonics, lose your squad ever, ever. And it's one you can hand down. You know, I think it's like Cowboys football. Yeah. Yeah, you can hand it down. And, and here's the thing that's neat about that one is if it's the Pacers or if it's the Hoosiers or if it's Hickey High School or whatever it is, you have it throughout. Also, they've ended up with a lot of guys that famously have entertained the country for a long time. David Letterman's a good example. David Letterman's from Indiana, right? Okay. David Letterman would, for no reason, have Reggie Miller on his TV show, you know, just to keep because he's of that passion fan base too. Just keep people invested and interested in. Yeah, it's like just to me, it's the most random place in America to be like huge basketball fans. Uh, here's a fact: of the top 15 largest high school basketball gyms in the country, 13 of them are located in Indiana. Okay, that makes sense. So it's like Ohio, like high school football or Texas high school football. Yeah, that Butler Fieldhouse, which is where Hoosiers was shot, which I think is in a city called. It might be Milan High School or it might be Milan is the city. I, don't, I couldn't tell you which. But it was called the Milan Miracle. And that is what every single high school strives for forever. You know, forever, yeah. ever. Yeah, this, I mean, it's important, dude. And a couple places will argue, like Kansas is more. Kansas will argue Kansas, that. yeah. Where's their pro team? Non-existent. I got that. It would be cool to see uh, Kansas get an expansion team, or uh, I think Louisville would be cool in Kentucky, because Kentucky is a big basketball state. Yeah, a little bit. It used to be bigger. The problem with Kentucky is it keeps letting God get in its way with everything. Yeah. It gets passionate about something, and then, ah, we got to pass a law to help God or something. You're like, what are you doing? All the best, like, not University of Kentucky, that's a state school, not K-State, but that's not super basketball school. Every other like secondary education place in the state is a parochial school. Like they're all funded from weird sources. 
like packs, like God packs. Yeah. <laughs> His thing's been coined. I didn't know this, Bob. You might have known this. It's called Hoosier Hysteria. Didn't know that. The internet's coined it. Why people are so infatuated with basketball? Mm-hmm. Huh. I like that. So here, I got the numbers. I had to look up the Milan miracle. 161 students went to Milan. They beat Muncie Central that had over 1,600 students to win the state title. So that was the big one. So there you go. Oh. Shout out Indiana. I've never been. James Naismith claims that Indiana was the birthplace of basketball, even though he was from Massachusetts. I th- wasn't he from Canada? All right, so that you're getting into interesting lore at that point, <laughs> but yes, yeah, because he was a PE basket. teacher. Yeah, yeah. And he used peach baskets. Let's go. Yeah, that would be cool to be a, a high school PE teacher and create a, a global game. Oh yeah, change the world. When we get back from the break, I think athletes like to have athletic kids. Oh yeah. One former NFL player, one of my childhood heroes, and this news was sent to me from a friend of the show, Ned James. His son is going down the the artist path, and we have that for you because it was on American Idol, I guess, over the weekend. So we'll give that to you. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This song you can get a paper pack to. You know, something you can lay back and enjoy the last seat. Get it. Hey. Do you know American Idol still exists? Uh, I learned that about five minutes ago, yep. Fred. There's this cat who played for the Rams for a long time named Ricky Prohl. Played for a bunch of teams. Seattle. Played for Carolina. Just a dude. So anyways... He's got this kid, Blake Prohl, who tried to play in the NFL, played for the Vikings, think he got hurt. And he went on American Idol the other day. How'd he do? Well, he got the golden ticket. Hey, oh. Bobby, got that audio? Yeah, you had my heart on. We got a Noah Khan kind Former of NFL player Blake Prohl auditioned oh, for the 22nd season That's of American bad. Idol. Prohl was a wide receiver for the CNN. Minnesota Vikings before an injury led him to music. Ooh, in case you didn't know. Prohl brought his grandmother to the audition and earned a golden ticket. Congratulations. Not so bad. Yeah. I thought it'd be more of the song, but that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. You know who the judges for American Idol are right now? No, who? Katy Perry. Pretty good. Luke Bryan and Lionel Richie. I did know Lionel Richie was there. That I did know. And they still got old man Ryan Seacrest out there. 22 seasons. That dude figured it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because he was coming up at the time that Dick Clark was all but done with everything. He's like, how do I become the next? Because it came down between him and what was that cat's name from MTV? Carson? Carson Daly? Yeah. Those were like the two guys. And I think Carson Daly might be doing Good Morning America or something. I have no idea. But he ain't doing what Ryan Seacrest is doing. Yeah, Ryan Seacrest is doing a way easier job and probably making way more money. I think there's a lot of athletes with celebrity parents. I don't necessarily feel like there's a lot of celebrities with athlete parents. I might be wrong in that thought process, 
I couldn't think of any on the top of my head. No. The only thing I can think of is like, at like prolific athletes who have kids and then their kids never end up to be even close to what they were. Like the only one that beats their father is Steph Curry. No, there's a bunch of guys whose like parents had like a cup of coffee in in the league or the association or whatever. They wanted to become really good. Yeah. Yeah, like um Clay Thompson. You know, there's guys... Jalen Brunson? Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of guys like that. Yeah, but I just... I'm, I was... As we were talking about this, because I'm sure Ricky Prohl's pumped about his kid. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But I'm like, are there a lot of that? Is there a lot of... I don't think so. No, that's... I couldn't come up with even a handful. I was like, well, I could Google it. I'll figure it out. But, like, no. Nothing's popping no. up. <laughs> It just doesn't exist like that. I think they just stay in their niche industries. Like athletes have athletes. Singers have singers. Actors have actors. I kind of feel that way. Will Will Smith has Jalen. Yeah. And Willow. Can't forget about her. It's, it's more Jaden. So if you want the actual performance. Oh, you, you got it? That? Yep. Let's go. This is nice. I almost said what's on my mind, but I didn't. Is this an original? Do you know? I have no idea. I have no idea what song this is. No, it's not. You familiar? I know. This is sounding familiar. This is a talented dude. Oh, and they're like whispering compliments during. That's nice. In case you didn't know, yeah, there we go. I know this song. I have heard this part. Baby, I'm crazy about you. This is a country song. Yeah. And I will be lying if I said but it's not country sounding. Not the way he's doing it. Uh-uh. This is the sound right now. I don't, I don't know. I don't think music like this does as good as it used to. Oh, it doesn't? Like if you put on the radio... I think I have like this on my Spotify some degree, right? I have like Morning Mountain music or something. This is like a Noah Khan. This is like a like I feel like country rap and like pop star music, like Dua Lipa or stuff like that. That's what dominates the tracks. But like ten, fifteen years ago, it was music like this. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, you got the golden ticket. You're and going to Hollywood. So I, I now have a rooting interest in American Idol. Is what I'm trying to get to. So let's do because there's no NFL. We'll do regular American Idol updates on this program. I love that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Up until the time that what's Prol's first name? Brian. Very good. Blake. Up until Blake is out. So there you go. He's through. See, I, I, me and my family used to watch American Idol back in the day when I was growing up. When and, you only had cable. Yeah. And Randy Jackson was that guy. The Amer- I just told this story the other day to someone. American Idol was my example for a lot of years when it was people that didn't want to do anything with their lives, but they want to be distracted from their lives. Oh, just, yeah. Just as a, I don't know if we have to legally do this, but that was from the American Idol show itself. Oh, we do. Yeah. Good call. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Yeah. From ABC. 
Thank American you, Idol. ABC. Aww. Via YouTube. Channel 7. I don't know. Is that what it is here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have cable. <laughs> I tell, I'm the worst at knowing that kind of stuff. I only know the sports channels, and that's because of my work. I have to know them. Yeah. Hey, turn on the Lobo game. We don't get the Mountain West, brother. Sorry. Is it on Fox Sports 1? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not on the CBS Sports Network, man, it's not, it's not going to happen. Lobos were on CBS Maine a couple of weeks ago. Way to go, kids. They've been busy playing a lot of basketball. I made it on yeah. TV uh, when I went to the Utah State game at the halftime little thing. What does that mean? They just uh, they showed me they showed me screaming to the camera. Now hold up, <laughs> was it just like a pan of the crowd? Yeah, and that's it, sweet. It, it, it stopped on me. <laughs> but you, you don't celebrate that. Yeah, and they play you know just sports adjacent. Uh, women play Wednesday starting at six thirty pregame. That is correct. And men play Wednesday. Pre-game at 7.30. Ooh. I'm double, going to be a very busy person. Double dipping that night, KNML and KKOB. I was at that WrestleMania press conference in Vegas the other day, Bob. Yeah. And all these people are sending me screenshots of me, like, on TV. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I'm 39. I, <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. I don't, I don't need your screenshots of me on TV. I don't the, care. The thrill is gone. <laughs> you guys, I didn't even do my hair. Like, it doesn't matter. You guys had some good fits out there, though. The uh, the T-shirt blazer combo, 10 for 10. I So I go sweater because I get cold. But, yes, it's 10 for 10. Oh, you were rocking a hoodie? <laughs> I've gone hoodie, too. Oh. Well, that's the thing. When I put on a jacket, I'm Bob, I become a turtleneck tough guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm out there. I can hang. Mm. All the way up to okay. my second chin. <laughs> Stack it out. I, uh, I uh, bought a whole new suit. For Vegas, and I bought uh, new dress shoes, and that was the worst decision of my life. They'll kill your feet. Yeah, they they still hurt. It's about the inserts. Oh, some Doctor Scholl's. Bob, I don't know if we have outro music, but oh, there it is. <laughs> I got distracted with well, our. We were video. playing. We were yeah. playing. What can we do? Yeah. I'm only four minutes late. You know who's not going to care? Me. Whenever we get back. In approximately four minutes. 